Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Katie Couric. I'm Bozma St. John. I'm an award-winning journalist. And I'm a trailblazing marketing executive. And we sound kind of full of ourselves, but together we're hosting a brand new podcast. To help us look beyond our pandemic present. It's called Back to Biz. With Katie and Bose. Each week we'll interview the leaders and big thinkers in industries from tech and education. To fashion and pop culture. To find out how they're adjusting to this new way of life. Listen to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose. On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your favorite shows. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for Couples Therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's Where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies Talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling To messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling From Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu Text, sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah Needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it It's Welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. And I am Naomi. We are a real-life couple, a real-life couple of comedians, and on this show, we bring you the best sets from our live show, where we have comics who are close to sets together about their relationship. Naomi, how are you? Where are you? What are you? Why are you? I mean, why am I? Spill the tea, girl. <laughs> why are you? Spill that tea. I wish I knew. I wish I knew why. Yeah, let's get existentialist real quick. <laughs> I'm doing all right. How are you feeling? Bright, sunny, fun? All of those. Uh, yeah, I mean, if there are three 
adjectives that best describe me. Yeah. It's bright, sunny, and fun. That is definitely true. Yeah. On all of my uh, high school transcripts, <laughs> all my college transcripts, all my grad school stuff, everyone was like, uh, you know what? He just brings a smile to my face. He makes the sun shine a little brighter. It, it doesn't feel so dingy in here, in oh. this academic hellhole. I love dinge. I will say, woke up this morning, it was overcast in L.A., and I was like, yes, yes, yes. Like, I feel like if I'm in a musical, what makes me want to sing is a cloud. Okay, a cloudy day in Los Angeles is like, oh, God, take a brisk walk. You ain't going to sweat today. It feels too good. So it's been, like, nice and, like, cloudy, and so I'm like, great. This is the time to go out. This is the time to get things done. This is my world, girl. <laughs> Waffles and dinja. Din dingies. <laughs> that should I, – I would love uh, if there's any executive listening to this. Yeah, all the execs love Please greenlight a film, a musical starring Naomi that is about like overcast stuff and staying inside. Yeah. And just like watching Criminal Minds marathons. I don't mind Criminal Minds. I don't mind hold on, Criminal hold on. Minds. <laughs> so I don't know. That's my musical just <laughs> off the cuff. So this is a like 1940s yes. kind of yes, like – Yes, it has to be an old school musical. It South Pacific? I don't even know. A, one, I don't know a single song from South Pacific. That's I, okay. I couldn't tell you anything about Someone it. Someone says she's going to wash a man out of her hair. Oh, is that from South Pacific? Yes. So yes, then I, I nailed yes. it without even knowing it. Ooh, look at you, nailing it without <laughs> even knowing it. Gonna wash that man right out of my hair. The one time I saw South Pacific was performed by children. A friend of mine, this guy she was seeing, he had directed, like, the kids' play, and so she was going to support him, and I just, like, came to tag along because I was friends with him, too. And so all I know of South Pacific is as it is performed by children, um, none of whom were Asian. Mm -hmm. It was interesting. There was are a couple— uh, Was that Emma Stone and uh, Scarlett Johansson in there? Maybe them as children. I mean, it was long enough ago. Could have been them as tweens. I once saw a kid's version of King Lear. No, you didn't. Didn't translate. <laughs> <laughs> I never made myself laugh as hard as you do when you say anything. It's amazing. It's less of a like. It's less a well. No, I did make. I did genuinely make myself laugh. I asked. Hold on. Not that it was like uproarious, but that it was so stupid. Yeah, I make myself laugh by saying dumb things. Yeah, and then using reality as the backdrop of those dumb things. Well. <laughs> uh, Comedy mass sociopath. Comedy there. mass sociopath. I'll tell you there's been a little change for me, Andy. Today I had my driving lesson. Was it your final driving lesson? No, penultimate. Penultimate. It was my penultimate. And so I, I bought a five-lesson package, two hours each lesson. It took lesson number four for me to not be terrified. I was actually, like, not scared when I got behind the wheel of the car See, today. what did James, our couples therapist, say yesterday? All you got to do is drive for a while and the fear will leave you. That's true. However, we do have to be fully honest. I am feeling comfortable driving the car. Still not comfortable parking the car. All right? So if I'm in motion, if I'm going straight ahead, you can't stop me. Honey child, no one's comfortable parking a car. Why did you say honey child? But I, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I was like waiting for you to like drop some knowledge to really like tell me something like, you know, undercover. But that's not true. Everyone can park. You park pretty good. Yeah, no, I was just trying to make you feel better. No, I don't need to be lied to. I need to, the fact is I need to learn to park You're not Tim car. Roth. Lie to me. <laughs> there it is. Took me a second. Remember that show. It is a procedural. Gotta look at the micro expressions. Um, I am having such a hard time. 
because it's immaculately stupid. Bringing up a series that had two seasons maybe at most. I think it was four. Oh, wow. From, now Tim Roth, wonderful actor. Is that wonderful. his name? Yeah. From, I would say, what, 15 years ago? Maybe. It would be like bringing up Caroline in the City. You just did. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I, I'm saying as an example. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like crazy how you will interrupt me for nonsense. It's like literally your favorite activity. Is I'm saying some shit. I have a thought in my head that my body, heart, and spirit is aching to get out. And you will say, Tim, back in Roth. Can I be honest? <laughs> I enjoy getting a rise out of you. Why are you trying to get a rise out of me? Why you want my blood pressure to spike? You know that will lead to a premature death. You're uh, trying to murder me. <laughs> shit. I guess I got to be honest on Mike now. You got to be honest on Mike now. Long-term plan. I've taken out 17 life insurance policies on you. <laughs> 17? In different states. So no matter, yeah, because I go on the road a lot. So wherever something goes down? No, no, I have addresses. I have P.O. Oh, boxes okay. in all those you states. you P.O. boxes. So when I naturally raise your high blood pressure, your yeah. blood pressure, which is already high. Yeah. Skyrocketing. It's um, not actually, it's actually normally normal, but I then know, you raise just... it to the max. <laughs> uh, and then- Man, Naomi, I'm going to retire to uh, Oahu. Ooh. Okay, queen, live. Live on that settlement, buddy. Um, but no, no, no so uh, how do you feel about – so you were terrified when you started the driving lessons. Yeah, I really – you know, I think you really are supposed to learn to drive when you're a teen. You're supposed to learn when driving equals freedom, equals excitement, and now I'm at that age where I'm like, driving equals kill us all. <laughs> so it took me such a while, and you know my depth perception is all kinds of off. Yes, So you. today was the first lesson where I felt like I would turn and actually land in the lane I intended to land in. Have you, you thought know? about playing video games? Maybe um, working on your death perception problems? How would a video game help me? I because you have to like land in certain. I th I definitely think that there's a generation of video game players who um who got great death perception because <laughs> they had to like because you have to like if in Mario or something like that you have to land on a platform. I'm talking about like old school shit. Oh, I thought you meant a game where I'm actually like holding a steering wheel because that I could see being helpful. You could do that too. Uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto? I don't know. What's a. I will not be beating any sex workers. Uh, Isn't that well, what you do in Grand Theft Auto? You don't have to. That's what a sociopath playing the game does. But I thought you, like, get points for doing that. I don't know. Yeah, but you don't have. What I'm trying to say is you don't have to do that. But it is encouraged. Yeah, that's what, like, an incel does. And then they're like, that's all they do. And then they scream on Reddit and get radicalized. Okay, okay, I see the sequence of events. To catch people up, if you haven't listened to the show before, or you don't know Naomi, Naomi's from New York, you never had to drive. Right, but I did get a license, and I did whatever driving was required for me to pass the driving test, and then I never drove again, basically. Or I drove very limited after that, like a couple months. So, you know, it's not like I'd never been behind the wheel, but certainly... Driving a car is not like riding a bike. It wasn't like, oh, great, I get it again. Just got to get my equilibrium. It's not a second nature to you yet. You don't feel the car as an extension of your own body. Absolutely Like not. a transformer. I was just thinking transformer, Andy. Wow. Sometimes we do get each other. <laughs> like a headmaster from the last season of the original Transformers. And now we're not there anymore. That's where they had a human inhabit their bodies and their heads. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for clarifying. 
they were just trying to make more toys to sell to kids on the way out as the franchise collapsed in the late 80s. So Carlos, my driving instructor, is very helpful. I'm calling him like male Oprah. He's very zen about driving because he literally will be like, you use your signal to communicate with the drivers around you. You are letting them know your intention. It's important to set your intention and take the actions in line with that intention. And I was like, honey, wow. is this a Super Soul Sunday? I was like, get Deepak up in here because Carlos is getting it right. We went driving up in like Mount Washington, the east side today. He had me on these like narrow roads, cars parked on both sides. And he was like, make it work. But he was literally, he's like, you know, there's a yoga retreat that happens up here. I was like, of course, that's what you do, Carlos. Of course, that's what you do. I've been talking to him about the dog because he has a terrier. Carlos and I, I feel like it's almost like a Tuesdays with Maury. Like, we're getting together twice a week. We're connecting. I'm learning valuable life lessons. I'm like, in what ways should I be honking the horn metaphorically in my own life? You know what I mean? Because Carlos says, honk the horn. Make yourself known. That's the name of the book. Honk the horn, colon, make yourself known. And I'm like, you know what? He's right. I got to make myself known in these streets. And so it's been a real, like, you know, it's both the practical act of driving as well as the emotional support that comes from Carlos's teachings. If he was honestly a cult leader, would join. Would Are join. you going to take that into your professional life? Like, when you want something in your career, are you going to honk your horn? Yeah, I'm going to yell. I'm going to throw a fit like a toddler. <laughs> I'm here. I'm worth it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm into it. Honk your horn. Honk your horn. Make yourself known. Some other things I would like to make known (laughs) are that we've got another show coming up. You guys, Saturday, October 5th, 8 p.m. at the Virgil in L.A. I'm very excited about this. Old friend Jamie Lee is on the show. Drew Trogi and Sam Pancake, who I don't know personally, but I find extremely funny, are going to be on the show. A bunch of other people that we are in the process of confirming. So if you live in Los Angeles, please come out October 5th, Saturday, 8 p.m. at the Virgil. I'm going to say this. You won't be disappointed. (laughs) I'm guaranteeing that right now. If you are disappointed, come to me after the show, and I'll give you some gelt. It's September. It's almost October. We're getting to the Hanukkah season. Yeah. I'm sure I can find gelt somewhere. I'm sure you can find some gelt. Chocolate. Hold on. Hold on. Chocolate gelt. All right. Just so we're clear. I'm not going to hand you a, uh, a sack of pennies. (laughs) <laughs> you guys, if you want to get tickets to that show, go to CouplesTherapyPod.com. While you're there, sign up for our Patreon. You'll get two bonus episodes a month. Just yes. me and Andy getting real. Timely episodes. We record them. We talk about stuff that's going on in our lives. The drama. We spill the tea. <laughs> Look, there's no shade. All tea. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> um, Actually, there's a lot of shade. So much shade. Also, you can get the number for our call-in line on the website. As you know, we do advice episodes with our guests, which means we need questions from you that our guests can help us answer. So give us a -a ring-a-ling-a-ding-dong. If you got a pen on you right now, it's 323-524-7839. And finally, we want to start touring the show around. We've we've done the show uh, to sold-out crowds in Philly and New York. We've gotten some emails and DMs from people saying, come to our town. So we started a mailing list, and you can sign up for this on the website, tell you if we're coming to your town. When you sign up, we'll see what town you're in. So maybe we have more of an idea of 
who wants to see us. You will not get spammed, okay? We're not going to be bothering oh, you every yeah, week. No, no. It's just like, you know, we like need to know who's Once in a out while. there. And you can sign up for that on the website, CouplesTherapyPod.com. I think that's it, right, Naomi? Yes, and I think it's time to get to the comedy. You guys, this next set. It's from Sabrina Jalice and Jeffrey Self. Holy shit. They are actors, comedians, and pals. You've seen Jeffrey on Search Party, Gay of Thrones, and Difficult People, among many other shows. Sabrina, you can watch her Netflix comedy lineup special. She's been on Transparent, Take My Wife, and is now co-starring on the CBS show Carol's Second Act, which premieres September 26th. Roll it! Uh, we prepared a song, and its song is called We Are Whimsical, and We Are Free. And we do not have the rights. The rights to what, babe? What's that? The rights to what? To, to We Are Whimsical. Oh, the song We Are One Whimsical? One of the great... Wi- Here, walk me Wait, through. No, 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 no. But, but, but we did write a song called We Are Whimsical and you, that you, we do have the rights to. All we need is everyone in this room to snap... All right, Thank here we you. go. We are whimsical every day of the motherfucking week. We are whimsical. We are as whimsical as you can believe. We are free. When you see us, we don't have chains. We are whimsical. We move curtains, they're great. Jeffrey's my friend. I met him at a gay film festival. Spoiler alert, we are both queer. And that's just how we live and make our choices politically. We are political. We can't believe Jeffrey Epstein died. Who killed that man and who deserves a prize? I also think that he should have lived through the trial, though, Jeffrey. Why did he not live through the trial? Someone wanted him dead. So, Jeffrey, I don't believe we should give a prize to the people who have murdered him. People who murder sex traffickers are heroes in the end. We are different, because I think who killed him was also sex traffickers. Whoever killed that guy is a friend in my book now. I got a niece. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Anyway. That song is on iTunes. It is. That's Katy, as as you all know, that is Katy Perry's new single. And aren't we glad she came up with a new one? Before we move topics, because yeah. I know we will. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, Jeffrey Epstein's hot. Uh, I mean, the guy is But on... tell everybody on this podcast, I know in this room there's no people that are going to be confused. You're not like children walking the streets going to walk into a van, but tell me what you said about your niece in Rome, Georgia. Okay, I mean, hot take after a, a song bit. But I'll call it... I'll do, I mean, I'll do it. 
tell me just the facts of what happened. Okay, okay, all right. So apparently, sex years trafficking old. is like move to Georgia. Like the minute those like that crazy Kemp guy made like crazy laws, like all of a sudden the sex traffickers were like, "This is the airport." And it's for a us. hub, and so his my niece, who's gorgeous, um, <laughs> and young, and uh, a child. Um, walks around, she's very into Instagram, you know, the kids these days. And um, she was taking a photo, like a selfie by a fountain in my hometown, tiny town, Rome, Georgia, very, very small place. Taking a photo there and she um, was... She died. No. (laughs) No, Someone came up in a van and was like, hey, uh, do you want to do a professional photo shoot? Yes, and, and it was the second time it happened. And my my sister happened to be walking out of a retail store, Lad and Lassie, great children's clothes. If you're ever in Rome, Georgia, with a child, Lad who, and Lassie. Yeah, very expensive, but great. Um, actually, when I was growing up, the woman who ran the store got arrested for um, hooking Being up with a with a teenage boy. What? The place breeds evil. Guys, let's snap for that. Lad and Lassie gossip. But anyway, this guy pulled up and like said, do you want to get professional photos? And my sister happened to be walking out of a store at the time and like came over waving her hands and the guy pulled away. And it was very scary and it happened twice in one week. So if you go to Georgia, yeah. don't or bring your niece. if you're listening to this podcast, you are a young teen, you know other young teens, do a talk at your school about how do not go into vans. I vans mean, in general, like, aren't we over vans? <laughs> <laughs> the shoes. Sometimes you need a the lift cars, <laughs> Jeffrey, The men. Jeffrey, yeah. we're both married. Yeah. Well... <laughs> You're going home. You're going to go. We were going to go to a lesbian party called Jolene, but he's going to go home to fuck his husband tonight. I, I mean, fuck is a, a strong term. I, what will it look like? I feel like we'll probably smoke a spliff and watch Palms, the new <laughs> Diane Keaton, Jackie Weaver cheerleading film. And to me, that's better than sex. You're going to fuck him, though, if you're leaving. Well, because I'm leaving town, and he's, like, shooting a horror movie, so he's on night shoots. And he was doing... Augie is his uh, boyfriend. Uh, Augie is his mini-husband. He's my husband, my provider, my my top, my bottom. He's shooting a horror movie. He uh, had, like, an erotic scene the other... Yesterday. Last night! He was having an erotic scene with with another young man. Tell them what happened when he came home. Tried to fuck me in the middle of the night. <laughs> and guess who tried pretended? Tried to kidnap him. And I pretended to be asleep, even though I fully wasn't. I was just not I in the mood. Want, yeah, if I'm. I sleeping. pretended to be asleep long enough that he went to bed and fell asleep, and then I got up and smoked a spliff and watched Pecker, the John Waters film. <laughs> That's what I did last night. I mean, not even last night. Six a.m. I think. <laughs> The what sun you, was fully What do you guys up. do to keep it spicy? Because Shauna and I have been together for well, 10 that's years. The thing. How long have you guys been together? 10 years. 10 years, yeah. So long time. Well, so, I'll share uh, mine. Uh, I'll share well, yours. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I feel like we both have queer relationships, right? Do you feel that way? Well, <laughs> when you start to look at the gender. My spidey sense is telling me. <laughs> when you really look. <laughs> 
look at the gender. Yeah, we are a little similar. It's a gay thing. Jeffrey is um, super provocative. But you guys, like gay, like our relationship, we like, you know, every so often fuck other people with each other. And like. And I'm like the Westboro Baptist Church when it comes to polyamory. I'm like, Sabrina's not in my town, faggot! Be on. You keep your poly eyes off my wifey's thighs. It's truly shocking. I mean, I'm serious. But it honestly, if, like, at the end of the day, it makes me want to what is it? be with you. Oh, yeah. Well, we do feel like one thing. Like, is I, that... I definitely think about Sabrina. And I think about Jeffrey. Sexually. And, yeah, we're both sexy. I think, I mean, let's turn it over to the audience in the form of snaps. Sexy snaps? I've seen you. I heard a boo. I, I heard saw like a every person that didn't even move. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel oh, like I post post gender, post sexuality will be uh, like, we'd have we'd have three kids. And I'd, I'd be, be running miserable. around the house in a strap on chasing you. <laughs> and I, I'd be like, you're not gonna get me yet. I'd be, I'd be slippery as fuck. Yes, so I will! Sliding everywhere. I was banking on the prop really taking me. <laughs> the words were nothing. The prop was everything. But so, yeah, we're queer people who would love to fuck, and now you're on a sitcom with Patricia Heaton. Explain. <laughs> CBS said, Sabrina, would you like to be on a sitcom? I said, Money, money, maybe. money, 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 money. CBS said, what would you like? Patricia I said, Heaton. first of all, fire less Moonbez. Yes. They did, folks. They said, no problem. I said, I'm in. <laughs> My dream, so Sabrina is on a new sitcom on CBS premiering Such in. Such a good job. Premiering. <laughs> guys, if, you've, if you are not pursuing sitcoms, figure it out. Literally just get on a sitcom. It's so good. I am, there's a hand up in the back. So Is there what? a question or is it just enthusiasm? No, that's just literally Patricia Heaton saying, please stop talking about our show. You're ruining the promotion. <laughs> no, but... Jeffrey! You, explain your show. Explain your show. Let's, prom, let's plug it. Okay, the show. A multicam set in the hospital in a world where Patricia Heaton is having another new career as a doctor late in life. Imagine. So, Dr. Lexi Galani. Oh, that's is. Give us like okay. Give us like a like a like what is Lexi? What is Lexi's take? I don't like your impression. Epstein. First of, on Epstein. Okay, this is okay. If you guys, uh, your next comment, give them the stage. Is uh, really Le funny. You one. She's a doctor by day, but comic by night. Put your hands together for Lexi Galani. Yeah. All right. Here she comes. Epstein Ooh. died today. What'd you say? I said Epstein died today. That's I'm setting the scene. Okay, yeah. Dude, honestly, can you believe Jeffrey Epstein died today? <laughs> oh, wait, you're just all physical bits. Did you just crack the code to me? <laughs> <laughs> I keep pushing into my left uh, eyeball thinking it'll help my improv, but Does I... Does not work. 
It doesn't work. The groundlings are wrong about that. I don't. I'm not really a true actor. Like I was in a writer's room, and the people that wrote. Oh, I'm this not sitcom. an actor, but now I'm on a sitcom making all the money in the world. Yeah, Fuck but you. by the way, by the way, by the way, by the way. Fuck I've off. been acting. I'm just saying. Like, does it really help to create this backstory with a? With their act, like the the you know like in interviews they're like who's your character and I'm like she's crazy <laughs> like what like what is the I'm just do oh she's what. so crazy she did all of medical school that's okay. how that's how hijinks she gets into nine years ten years I don't know I don't know why we're fighting but can we just close with our last fight. Okay, so our most recent fight. Tell we her. don't really fight. We, I think this is the only fight, but we well, were. Well, my husband almost killed your child with a grape once. He, we told him, he was like, "Can, can I feed him grapes?" He's my husband. He's like a drunk, stone British boy all the time. He's like, "Can I feed him a grape?" <laughs> we're like, "Yeah, but chew it up first, like a bird." So then he just bit one in half, and it was like a fucking watermelon-sized grape, and then gave it to my true son, who. Is my everything. <laughs> and, li- literally, like, and then her agents dropped her. Like, the, no, this no. kid is representing this, her. He's standing in, in this, um, what's it called? Pack and play. And, and his face goes into, like, my fucking. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Baby. An actual baby, and we're in Palm Springs on a free trip. Imagine. <laughs> I'm thinking about the invite next year. <laughs> and I'm not happy and about Shana it. And Shauna and I look at him, and Shauna, like, you know, just like, Shauna carried him, so she had the things in her body that was like, <gasps> and him and plunked him down on the, and then he then popped you, up the, no, a, you slapped his back. 
just that was just to like you made it through, bud. <laughs> yeah, he had, he. By the way, that was an hour later. That was weird that you did that. <laughs> so so then he so then it, then the evidence was there, and Augie was like, I can't believe I'm so sorry. And and then imagine having to spend two more days with these people. <laughs> Not. Not like a joyful Palm Springs weekend. Not like a lighthearted jaunt to toucans. You know, like And if not you want to know about our other fights, you better follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Good night! What? Hey everyone, we're back. How you doing, Naomi? I'm good. I love Sabrina and Jeffrey. I know. Aren't they the most special people in the world? They are, like, really cool. Like, I want to be friends with them both. I want to be part of this, like, friendship where you take trips together and do dynamic things. Sabrina seems unflappable as a human. Well, she's, you know, she's cool. Yeah, that's what I meant. cool. Coolness means equals unflappable. I know. Oh, I envy it. You and I, we're flapping in the goddamn wind. (laughs) We're fucking flapping all the time. We are tattered flags of emotional We are flappers. We are the, yeah, we're, the, <laughs> we're truly flapping. We're flappers doing the Charleston. Um, but wasn't it funny though, Sabrina and Jeffrey, they both said they've been in like 10-year relationships. Yeah, keeping it spicy. They were, the, how did, they, they were talking about how to keep it spicy. And you and I are, are rounding third base, <laughs> headed home for 10 years. We're coming up on 10. Yeah. And I, I th- thought maybe we could talk about that. How do we keep it spicy? <laughs> Andy, I don't even know. Do we even keep it spicy? I feel like it's like a mild Cholula at best. Yeah, it we're is. not really, you know, we're not really spicing it up. It's spicy for a white palate. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Definitely. Is that a tar white, <laughs> white spicy. White spicy? <laughs> yeah, which means like uh, there was like a, a grain of pepper mm-hmm. in there. Whew. Whew. Feel it on my tongue. Yeah. Um, it is it is funny because I was raised in Pennsylvania with like the bl- some of the blandest food in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now like you and I will now that I've like been introduced to a world of spices. Yeah, everything from nutmeg <laughs> <laughs> to parsley. What? Whoa! Wait, uh, are you okay with parsley? Because I know you do not fucks with cilantro. So I didn't no. know if parsley is also on that. It's not great, but it doesn't taste as awful as cilantro tastes to me. Andy is apparently a super taster, you guys. I didn't really believe it's a thing, but he stands by it, so I'll respect it. You see me wince when I eat stuff with cilantro. Yeah. So what don't you believe about it? It's more the phrase super taster. Like, super taster, it's just kind of like you have a power? You're you're like off of science's charts? I think it's a shitty phrase. I didn't choose it. I didn't didn't, uh, go to old... uh, Miriam Webster himself and say, uh, you gotta here's here's what it is. Someone who has extra bitter taste buds, make him a super taster. Are Miriam and Webster are Miriam and Webster two different people? I have no idea. Or is it one guy? You know what I'd call it? Bitter boy. Those that, people they're not super tasters, they're bitter boys. Okay, I'm into that now. Are you a proud boy? Are you a bitter boy? No, definitely not a proud boy. <laughs> How about a bitter Bobby? Yes, what that you, bitter... I will allow. Oh, this guy can't eat cilantro. He's a bitter Bobby. Andy, is this how you think we keep it spicy after 10 years? These riffs and bits in studio? I do. I honestly do think, no, by the way, <laughs> to answer that. Thank you for answering. Go ahead. No, if anything, it uh, douses water on the spice. <laughs> it is the is the milk on the spice of our tongue. <laughs> on the tongue of our, anyway, the point is... <laughs> I do think a lot about not taking you for granted. Like, specifically, I go like, 
all right, you know, we've been doing this for 10 years. A lot of people just like fucking put their legs up and their hands, <laughs> their hands behind their head and just coast all the way to the grave. Yeah. Yeah. And I never want to do that. You know, sometimes we get stuck in our routines, mm -hmm. but I do try, I do think about like what to do. Like, Hey, we should have a date night, which is like a very lame <laughs> kind of suburban way of keeping. That's not, again, not that's white spicy. <laughs> Well, it depends on what the date is. If we just say, like, we're going to go to a restaurant, that's not particularly special for us or out of our comfort zone. We're going to go to one of the places we like to go all the time. We're going to sit there. For me, it's less like doing that because I will say this. You know, and I feel like we said this, what, from episode one, gotta miss a bitch. We're together all the time. So to me, it's not like sitting together at a restaurant and then having to make conversation, because quite honestly, it's like, well, what'd you do today? Same shit you did. Or you were there when I did it. It's more like going and having experiences. Like, you know what I'm really down for us to do to keep it spicy? Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. Yes. Like, we got to go, like, do stuff together, be in the world and comment on it. And then also that'll make us more fun to have at dinner parties. I'll, I'll be honest. I think that is how we keep it spicy. We go to things and then we make fun of those things as we walk through them. And I've been now that we have a car, I've been looking at stuff like there's like some special stuff going on at the L.A. Zoo. You can go to the zoo at night. They've got DJs, you guys. DJs. And then you can go see animals. What do the animals do after dark? I've always wondered. Fucking dance to Tiesto. Tiesto's spinning some. <laughs> Tiesto's at the zoo. I guess. I, re I legitimately know one DJ. I know. No, I love it. But I'm like, honestly, could Tiesto? I mean, what would his rate be? You know, what I mean, it's, it's a zoo. It's a government Hey, the levers are spinning EDM. I would love it. See, that's the kind of thing we have to do. We got to go to the zoo after dark. We got to go to horror nights. We. I think, honestly, that's like when people when people's relationships kind of just get into a rut. Yeah. I think it's because they're not doing new experiences, not sharing new experiences together. And they just are living in that routine. They're building a shack of a routine. Uh -huh. And then they're living in this one small shack. But then like. As opposed to the expansive mansion of experience. <laughs> expansive mansion of experience oh you're a poet you're a poet i wonder though it is much harder once you have kids and stuff when we talking to someone who was like he was like yeah with kids vacation is just everything you do at home in a different place because you can't really go that you know off schedule or off book if you've got the kids got to go to bed and they've got to be fed and stuff like that so i don't know like what the crispiness is the fresh the spice the fun once you got mouths to feed, I mean, you and I, you know, at this right now, we have three children, but they're all furry. And honestly, <laughs> they don't care what's going on around them. But like a human baby, Ooh, I don't know. I say pack up, put them in your backpack and go. If you want the relationship to have some spice. What's the- Sabrina has a child. So, yeah. I mean, they are pretty active. Honestly, there was a point at which I had to like mute Sabrina on Instagram because it was literally like her and her baby in Bali. And I was like, okay, how is this baby living a more dynamic life than me? I was like, I got to mute. I just got to not see this for like a good week. I'm having a bad week. I cannot see a baby thriving. And then like when I'm back, I'm like, okay, now show me what you're doing. This baby in Bali. Baby in Bali. Looking gorge. Literally in an infinity pool with a floaty. I said, this bitch. I was like- he ain't even got a job. And he is winning it. I was like, okay, okay, yeah. That baby should be a cult leader. I would follow. Have you thought about pitching a Pixar movie called Baby in Bali? No, but I'm in. A spinoff of the Boss Baby franchise because literally only a baby who's a boss could afford to go to Bali. Boss Baby, colon, Baby in Bali. <laughs> there it is. There it is. But that's DreamWorks, Sammy. Totally different franchise. You have fun pitching. You love coming up with pitches. 
Is yeah, that what just, keeps things spicy for you? No. No, I, I really do. Like, I'm like, oh, we have our most fun when we're going to do new things together. Even yesterday, this is a dumb thing, but like, we were two voices on the uh, on an upcoming episode of the Thrilling Adventure Hour. Yeah. And we went down to the studios in downtown Los Angeles and we did that together. And I felt closer to you. I don't know if you felt closer to me. Well, I now do. Now that I know that that made you feel close, well, now I feel close. Getting sweet Mabel. Getting- it's made me scared because now it's like another thing. We're still like introducing Mabel to the cats. Right. And so that makes me scared. But it's a new adventure to go on with you. That I mean, that's it. It's not just new experiences. It's like launching on new adventures with your loved one. Yeah. And honestly, it's like when things go bad is when I feel closest to you. Not going to lie. There's something you mean things go bad outside of us. Yeah, or like just like whenever when you and I are like struggling with stuff, but are still like nice to each other and are able to like I feel closer to you because to me, like yeah, it's easy to love somebody when everything's chill. When it's like, oh yeah, we just hang it out. Yeah, everything's fine. Sure, I love him. It's more like when I have a little bit of adversity uh, or stress placed on the relationship, yeah, and can still look at you with love eyes. I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 we're good. We're good. I still like him. Because I do, I check in from time to time. I have to check in and go, do I like this person? Jesus Christ. I, well, <laughs> now you make it sound bad by saying Jesus Christ. But the fact of the matter is, it's like, I think everybody should in any relationship. Like, you can't just say just because they're there. And I think I love you. Like, you know, anybody you've been with a long time. I mean, family. We say we love our family. Like, I love my family. But do I talk to them a lot? Do we have, like, a soul connection? Do we actually enjoy each other's companies? That's not the same. Yeah. And so the thing is, like, I love you, but then that's not the same necessarily as, like, are we having fun? Do we have a soul connection? Do we enjoy being around each other even when stuff is boring or nothing's happening or stuff is stressful? Like, when we went through our last move, every time, like, whenever we move, I'm always like, oh, yeah, I love him. Oh, yeah, he a real one. It's not just, yeah, it's not just the person who's still around. Oh. Yeah, it's a fact. Oh, that melts my icy... Bit laden heart. Bit laden heart? Yeah. Listen to last episode. You hear <laughs> My heart is full of bits. That's true. That's true. But I'm glad. I mean, that's the truth, and I'm going to stick to it. I build a castle of jokes, Naomi, and my emotions are stuck inside past the drawbridge. And wow, there's a moat in a drawbridge. Yeah. Whew. You're the one who's conquered the castle. Thank you so much. When there is a problem, not in the relationship necessarily, but there's a problem on the outside and things are tough and you're trying to like get through like a thousand things, fight a thousand dragons in your life. And you're like, yeah, I love this one. Oh, yeah. You know, you're back to back, each wielding a sword like the best action movie. That's our love. (laughs) Well, that's good. Honestly, I feel this conversation kept things spicy, Andy. I'm really glad. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm in a good place right now. I feel like I'm ready for another set. I feel reconnected to you, and we can continue this work of podcasting. And we went from mild to, uh, what, what's the scale for spiciness? I know what you're talking about. We went from mild to ghost pepper. <laughs> That's what we uh, We'll be back with another great set after this. And we're back. I'm telling you, Andrew and I made love during that break. That's how close we were feeling after that conversation. (laughs) Apologies to everyone here (laughs) in the studio. It didn't happen. I'd never want you to think that. We have another hilarious set for you. This next set is from Amber Nelson and John Milheiser. Love them. (laughs) It sounded pained, but I know that was your excitement. Again, recently made love. Amber and John are improvisers, actors, and comedians. You've seen John on Saturday Night Live, Adam Ruins Everything, and The Guest Book on TBS. 
You know Amber from the sketch group Murder Fist, Netflix's The Characters, and as co-host of the podcast The Brighter Side on the Last Podcast Network. Ooh, mm-hmm. baby, these two goofs give us a good time. Roll it. Wow. Hello. So funky. <laughs> funky We're the jazzy here. couple. Oh, how are we feeling tonight? I'm feeling good. Got to get this out of the way. Oh, got to get that there out of here. Go. <laughs> got to get it out of here. Get it out of here. <laughs> Easy does it there, Amber. Oh, yeah, got to get it. <laughs> Very sexy. Oh. Very sexy. Oh, I'm Amber. I bring my purse on stage because I trust no one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And I'm John, and I never know how to correctly hold a mic. Like this. Hey, everybody, it's great to be here. A lot of cool guys hold it down here, like this. I sometimes just hold it like this, because I'm shaking. But then then this thing might fall off if you hold it like that. Yeah. It's got a hold like this. Master it. <laughs> Everybody on the podcast who's listening is going to be like, what are they doing? <laughs> We're jerking off the mic. Mm. Oh, these wires, right? We mm. met... Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> we even said a thing. <laughs> Amber, how's your day been going? Oh, my day is wonderful. I'm a bartender. Um, yes. It's great. I like to be on my feet, and I don't like being poor. Um, Being poor sucks. (laughs) I think I would never want to be poor again. I've definitely, in New York, I would, like, pick change off the floor and, like, go buy ramen. I went three days without eating one time. Hey. Hey. (laughs) I sometimes, like, back in New York, it was fun being poor. It was like a little adventure. It's Mm. like, okay, this week I can't spend any money and I have to eat everything that's in the cabinets. And it's just like mayonnaise and pickles. And rice. (laughs) Mmm, mayonnaise sandwich again. (laughs) (laughs) Yummy. Um, Yeah, New York was a whole thing. I'm glad I did it. Uh, I don't want to live there again. <laughs> I don't want to. I like to wear nice things. I like to take a car. Look at her. Look Doesn't at she look great? Oh, look at this. She could you. be on a boat. She could be in a plane. <laughs> <laughs> so many modes of transportation. I'm on it. <laughs> Can I tell one quick story that just happened? Oh. Um, I was on a plane. Mm-hmm. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Coming back from New York. Oh. And it was Alaska Airlines, which used to be Virgin, which, you know, you usually guaranteed a TV on the seat in front of you. And that's basically why I always fly with them. Turns out this plane didn't have one of those TVs, and they would charge you $10 to rent a tablet. And I'm like, yeah. That's criminal. So Dave, who's a steward, comes down. I was like, okay. I eyed him. I was like... The first time he came around, I was like pretending to fumble with my phone, being like, I can't watch, it's not hooked up. I'm, I, all we wanted to do is watch 27 Dresses. And... <laughs> oh, and he's like, I love that movie. Yeah, and so then he, he noticed that we were gay, so he was like, so I was like, oh, Dave, I still don't know what to do. He's like, oh, you know, I'm a professional at serving you drinks and food. You're already a pain up my ass here. And he gave me the tablet for free, and it worked. <gasps> wow. Brothers. 
<laughs> wow. A trick I do on the airplane, I do get very nervous, but I sit and I tell the stewardess, and I was like, I'm so nervous. Uh, could I get a whiskey, please? And they give me free booze. <laughs> the whole flight. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I like drinking on a plane. I, I have to, because I'm up here, and I'm just like, why am I up here? <laughs> you know, but meanwhile, I'm just like, mm, it's great to fly. <laughs> Business a pleasure. You know? <laughs> I'm just not meant to be up there, you know? I hate it, so, especially when the plane does this, and, it's, and my body's, like, on the sky. I'm just like, kill us, kill me now. <laughs> just shoot me in the head. It's going to be faster than this plane crashing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was moving from L.A. to New York, and I accidentally packed a hammer, and (laughs) boy, oh boy, did they find it. (laughs) Oops, and it had flowers on it, and I was like, I'm sorry, sir, that's a lady hammer. (laughs) And did they let you keep it? No, this woman was like, hammers don't have a gender, and I was like, I'm sorry, and they let me go. Oh, my God. That's privilege right there. <laughs> I guess women don't go around killing people with hammers. Maybe if I had, like, a like Well, a I just saw the news today. Well, it wasn't a woman. A guy talked to a woman with a hammer. Oh, that's horrible. Sorry. <laughs> it's relevant. <laughs> First thing that popped in my head. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd rather be attacked with a knife than a hammer, to be honest. Oh, sure. A hammer hurts. Whoa, like my skull's gonna all splat like a grape? Just stab me, real clean. When I was younger, my older brother's friend stole my Roger Rabbit doll, so I threw a big rock at his head, and he went to the hospital. (laughs) Oh, shows him. (laughs) You stupid bitch. (laughs) That's what I said when I threw it. Stupid bitch. I was babysitting one time, and this girl found a rock by the river, and we were way out, and, um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this rock has magical powers. Just make a wish on it. It'll come true. And then she's like, really? And I was like, magic is real. And then the sun, <laughs> the sun started setting, and she lost her rock, and she couldn't find it. We spent like a long time finding this stupid fucking rock. And then like it's getting dark. We're far away. And I was like, look, Bridget, magic isn't real. I made that up. <laughs> Oh, and that girl grew up to be Ann Coulter. <laughs> oh. So glad I'm not a mother. <laughs> so glad. I mean, I'd be a good mother, but... Right when I first started dating the person I'm dating, I was like, six more months and we adopt. <laughs> he didn't like that bit, but... Uh... It's pretty funny. You'd be a good father. Oh, I want a kid so bad. Oh, you'd be good. You put them in a little bow tie, little oh, yeah. shoes. I, I'm practicing with my two dogs right now, and I dress them up every day. Oh, do they hate it? No, they love it. Wow. Yeah. So if I'm putting a hat and a scarf and little shoes on one dog, the other dog's like, uh, I, I want that too. <laughs> yeah. That's so They fight cute. for affection. Just bring them to Easter Sunday and be like, these are my children. <laughs> and then watch the whole church community's head blow up. <laughs> oh, oh, that's wow. really so. the best part about having kids is dressing them up. They mm-hmm. can dress them up whatever you want. What are they going to do? <laughs> Dress him up like Batman. Who cares? Sure. Hey, sure. Sure. Oh my God. Where's everybody from? <laughs> mm, I love that city. 
Um, what um, else were we talking about? Dating or something? Dating. Mm. I'm uh, dating the the longest I've ever dated someone. We just had our two year anniversary. Yay. Thank you. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm the type of person that would never ever fart in s- front of someone. I don't want to be related to that smell. Mm. It's hard. I mean, it's it's the poison in your body that's escaping. let out. Escaping. Yeah. It's escaping poison. And sometimes it could be bad. <laughs> Vegetarians have the worst farts. Best diets, worst farts. We all agree on this. You ever been around a vegetarian that farts? Oh my god. But right from the get-go, he started farting in my face. Oh, John. And now it's charming. Because he wants you to smell his poison. <laughs> it's like when a cat like rubs itself on you, like to get its scent on you. Sure, sure. Or maybe he didn't want other men coming at you because he put his pheromones on you. Ah. He's spraying you. Yeah. Yeah, in the morning I would wake up and he'd be like about to go to the bathroom. He's like... <gasps> oh my God. Into my face. Sorry, is that gross? I don't think I've ever farted in front of a man. I was in an eight-year relationship. Woo! I would still go in the eight bathroom years. to fart or out on the balcony to yeah. fart. And we didn't make it. Maybe I should have been farting in front of him. Do you guys <laughs> fart in front of your significant others? Oh, no. All right, I gotta be <laughs> farting in front of people. Uh, dating's a lot of fun. It's so easy. <laughs> I love it. Everyone's great. <laughs> I uh, ask, because I like just, when I want to have sex with a man, I just tell him. I'm like, I would like to have sex with you. Is that okay? Because I feel like that clears up any rape allegations. I just let him know. And I feel like that, you think that would be a good thing, but they freak out. Oh, sure. Every time. They can't, and this one guy was like, no, I'm saving up my strength for Comic-Con. So he just, you just he didn't want to bust one before Comic-Con? I think he just had to save his nut energy. I don't... For Spider-Man. I, don't, I was rejected for Spider-Man. Now that I, is a comic con. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Gross men, too. I was with a guy who had chunky cum. Tapioca. I, chunky cum. Tap, it was tap, like... Tap, tap, yep, tapioca. Yep, like blue cheese out of an icing bag, you know? You know? That was... <laughs> Naomi hates like, it. <laughs> All right. Like Swallow. old cottage cheese. Mm. It's coming out of that wee hole. Curd. You just swallow and keep it going. Everybody hated that. <laughs> That's so much. I had one guy, I told him my age, and he goes, ugh, so I blew him. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> Thank you. I was dating a news reporter, and every time we would have sex, he'd be like, this just in. Oh, oh this penis is in your butthole. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Mm. <laughs> oh, at the end of my eight-year relationship, I was just masturbating in the bathroom, uh-huh. which I think is how all relationships end. <laughs> right? Anybody else? Nope. <laughs> nope. Great. <laughs> Who here has masturbated in the bathroom? I okay, mean, all right. Just to hide from your significant other. Or family. <laughs> <laughs> or grandma. <laughs> I had a guy send me dick pics, but he was at his grandmother's house. And it was all like doilies in the background. <laughs> and like a shower curtain that's like curtains from Gone with the Wind. You know, like these uh. beautiful curtains. is just dong out. I'm like, go tell your grandmother you love her. Like, <laughs> eat some of her cookies. What are you doing sending me dong pics? 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll show them to you later if you want. Yes, please. Okay. Should we end on anything? We talked about chunky cum. Talked about airplane travel. Um, I guess I got a cute story. Okay. Um, when I met this, my significant other of two years, uh, we matched on Tinder and Bumble. Oh. And so I w- he would ask me a question on Tinder, but I would answer on Bumble. <laughs> and he was sitting with his sister. He's like, this guy's being really weird. I think he's crazy. He's answering me on a different app. And his sister's like, no, he's being funny. And so that's why we're together, because I was doing a bit, and he didn't get it. Oh. Bits are important. Yeah, you got to let each other know your sense of humor right from the get-go. Well, we took a road trip, and he, we were at a restaurant, and he went to the bathroom, and it was just like a few feet from the table. And when he turned around, I pretended I was putting a date rape drug in his drink. <laughs> and he got it. He so. got it. That's fun. Gonna rape. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh, should we end with a song? Sure. <laughs> I believe the children of our future. Treat them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. And give them a sense of pride to make it easier. Let the children's laughter remind all of you to be. Thank you very much. Love him. Love him. <sighs> Jesus. That was it. I I mean, look, we've known Amber for years and years and years. She's absolutely one of our favorites. John, I kind of knew at UCB, but not really. And he just worked his way into my heart. I know. And what I was, a delight. And I always support when a woman brings her purse on stage because you know that's what I'm about. <laughs> Amber was giving me a look. She was giving me Pan Am 1962. Oh. She had on her purse. They were goofing. I loved it. And I hope you guys enjoyed it too. Don't you, Andy? Deeply. From the bottom of my heart. <laughs> I hope that this was an hour that on your deathbed you'll be like, what? I hung out with those guys. Well spent. All right, you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.